that perfectly represents the week that is between Christmas and New Year's. It is a weird one. <laughs> it's weird. It's really weird. Do you feel weird that like we're supposed to work and you feel like, are we supposed to? Like, I don't Yeah, know. because half the like the office is half empty all week. Yeah. But then like I've had a lot of stuff to do this week, so it's actually been a pretty busy week for me. <laughs> but then like half the people aren't here. I'm like, this feels wrong, but I know it's right. <laughs> And then today, New Year's Eve is just the culmination of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is weird that we we have. Oh, that's gonna bug me. We have Monday off, chair. but we don't have today off. That is weird. That's odd to me. I feel like I'm just. I feel like I had a really, really long vacation, like a vacation that. I don't know. <laughs> what do y'all think it's is the weird. sweet spot for vacation? Because Blake and I were just talking about this, like, uh, yeah, like, and some of it's like vacationing with other people is different than just like, I feel like Blake and I, like, if we had another honeymoon, we could vacation for like forever, like that. Yeah. But if it was like we just did a Florida trip, we're like, you know, seven to ten days is about the sweet spot. If you go over that, like, I remember for the first time going on like a three week trip with my grandparents and everybody was like this is a long time <laughs> yeah i feel like a week about a week is a good time frame for me any more than a week feels too long yeah i, I always want like the i love the idea of a three-week vacation yeah. but anytime i do a week towards the end of that week i'm like am i a lazy bum because <laughs> <laughs> i feel that way yeah but yeah yep. what does that say about our purpose our purpose our purpose do we because like do you feel like you need to be working to have purpose well god designed us with the idea that he we are going to work like yeah put us on this earth and it's like he gave us a job to do which is work and i'm sorry i'm making this spiritual, (laughs) but like with sin like we don't the idea of work is like draining but i think we also have this like desire within us to like know that we have some like a task to accomplish Mm -hmm. so there's like this back and forth tension so if you take a three-week vacation but you add an element of work to it could it be longer could you take longer vacations Hmm. i don't know it's a good question it's a i think we gotta test it i think we gotta (laughs) test it so nathan can you get us all three-week vacations yes (laughs) done cool done we're gonna clock out it's like your paternity leave is you know you are not only the father of your child you are the father of our department so now we all are on leave (laughs) i'm really glad you said that because we should talk about that because i'm just gonna randomly disappear for two weeks oh it's only two weeks we should chat about that when probably let's chat about it now it's gonna be this month work meeting welcome to hold on (laughs) let me me clock in Finally, we figured out a way to keep so on shorts when it, on work time. It'll just begin. You don't even know when it's going to happen. It's just going to happen whenever it does. Like we learned the other day that it could be any, any day. So it could be just like tomorrow. It's like yeah. boom. Because <gasps> would it be crazy if you got like, a call right now? She's in position. Oh. She's ready, and the midwife was like, "Everything looks good. Ship it's just is ready to launch." When she decides to come out, it's going to happen. And we're like, "Wait, oh." <laughs> 
Nathan just slipped in she, which for our Eat My Shorts listeners, this is the first time hearing the gender. It's a girl. <laughs> Yay! And her name is Bartholomew. That's cool. That's <laughs> I was going to say, Bartholium, I'm like, I don't want to say anything, but... <laughs> so, I'm going to call her Barth for short. <laughs> what's, our, uh, what's our topic for today? Do we have one? Uh, no, but we've actually finally all seen Spider-Man, so... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, literally... Wait, you have very, very strong spoiler spoilers! warning. Spoilers! Just, spoilers! This spoilers! Is, this is a magical movie that you need to experience before... Yes. And people who don't care about spoilers... Even you don't listen to this. Can the whole topic of today just be Spider-Man, please? It, let's let's see how far it takes us. Because we could probably dissect it pretty far. I need to see it a second time to absorb everything. I need to rewatch. Okay, so again, spoilers. But Less before spoiler. we get really into the spoilers, which this does spoil things, but if you does haven't seen it yet, stuff? if you haven't seen it yet, you should go back and rewatch all of the Spider-Man leading up to it. Yes. That is going to improve your experience. Yes, one hundred percent. So. That's what I need to do before I see it again. So I now, the now first we can... two of Tobey Maguire, and over Christmas I watched the two Andrew Garfield, because why watch the third Tobey Maguire Spider-Man? Because it's not the greatest. But it's important. It does have a character. It's because important. Sandman. Okay, it's we're just getting full into spoilers. But like, you, it's I, not amazing. So, <laughs> question: I <laughs> am sensing a lot of love around this table, and I love it too. But, oh, no. Oh, no. 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 It's too early no. for this. I know this sounds like I'm leading towards something bad. I'm actually leading towards something good. Uh, does oh. this rank for any of you in like some of your top favorite movies of all time? That's all I wanted to ask. Probably not. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we answer, we haven't done our intro yet. Three, <laughs> two, one. Hi, Hi I'm, I'm Nathan. And welcome back to the Eat My Shorts podcast. Uh, that was the longest intro we've had, but I feel like it was cliffhanger. So what was your question again? Uh, does this rank for some of you in your favorite movies of all time? I think favorite in the Marvel universe. Probably not of all time. It's like up there but as far as... favorite in all the Marvel universe movies. It's up there. Wow, that's cool. I favorite, yeah. like Ram said earlier, it's the most magical movie I've seen. Because it... It did something that we all wanted to happen, but like never thought would happen. Yeah. It gave it gave a lot of closure. Yeah. Which was super super nice. Closure mm-hmm. for like all of Spider Man. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. all of them. All right. Let's. It's spoiler. Yeah, no. Yeah. We've we've admitted it. spoilers. All Spider Man. Toby Maguire comes back. Andrew Garfield comes back. Oh, everybody yeah. comes back. Doc Ock comes back. Green Goblin comes back. Sandman comes back. Uh, uh, Electro, Electro which comes nobody back. Nobody cares about him, but. <laughs> Daredevil comes back. Daredevil. Oh, okay. That was oh, amazing. Yeah, that was cool. I'm rewatching the show now. That and... was a great, like, because you're like five minutes into the movie and then they drop him and you're like, this is going to be amazing <laughs> yes. if they're pulling this together already. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. Um, I was, you know, it gave me a feeling that I've only gotten in like a few other movies and it's, it is that feeling of, I did not think this would be possible. Like, I dreamed mm-hmm. of this, but I did yeah. not think it would be possible. Yep. I got it in the fir- very first Star Wars movie, like, after the hiatus, with Han Solo in it. The, the moment Han Solo comes on the sequel screen. one? Yeah. yeah. The moment Han Solo came on the screen, I got this feeling of, this is magic. I never thought I'd get to see this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then 
to see all three Spider-Mans was like, this is magic. Like, I never thought I'd get to see this. There's something about this, like, that I feel like our generation of, like, we're never going to be able to, I I could say this now, and there's going to be something down the road that I'm not going to expect. But it's, like, one of those things, like, oh, my parents had these moments where, like, oh, this was, like, our movie moments. I I think we're experiencing, like, the moments that we, like, are going to remember as far as going to the movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's true. What was your guys' like favorite? Well, with seeing all three of them side by side, what was who is your favorite Spider-Man? At least in this one. My okay. Let's my, talk about the chemistry. Okay, my favorite. So me and my brother-in-laws, we were talking about this quite a bit over Christmas. Of course. Okay. Um, my favorite Spider-Man is Andrew Garfield. Yeah. I like. He's just very witty, and if you rewatch his movies, like his fight scenes are like the actual like swinging and all that stuff. Is incredible. And when he came back, like, even the closure that you get with Andrew Garfield with uh, MJ. Yeah, that was The whole Gwen situation. That was... was, And I'm, like, freaking... I'm shaking. I'm, like, was literally shaking in the theater. Like, I looked like a crazy person. (laughs) That's intense. So, definitely my favorite. But the thing is, is, like, Tobey Maguire, like, the OG. Like, it is really nice to see him back. But the lines that Andrew Garfield, the Spider-Man, has, like, so funny. I think he is the funniest Spider-Man to me. I think yeah. he's the I cutest. He's... <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Actually, no. To- Tom Holland probably realistically holds that. I love how serious no. you got. Like, Actually, actually no, no, sorry, no. Tom Holland is the cutest. Tom Holland is the cutest Spider-Man. <laughs> We're just... I wasn't even the one to say anything. <laughs> I feel like you should have, though, so I just filled the gap. Um, I've, I've heard it. I've heard it said though that Tobey Maguire, best Peter Parker, Andrew Garfield, best Spider-Man, and then in my mind, Tom Holland knits the two together pretty well. Yeah, I would probably agree. Mm-hmm. I would agree. I I just feel like I wish Tom Holland had more witty, like he's more line like one-liners. His you know him as Spider-Man, they really deal a lot with like the serious stuff more. He has like a lot of. It's serious, but it's also some of it's more like serious to like Peter Parker at Tobey Maguire was always like, yeah, he doesn't really seem like a high schooler. And mm. Andrew Garfield's like, yeah, he's a college student Spider-Man. But Tom Holland's like, he's got like high school problems. Yeah. Yeah. He's going through like like crushes and not getting into college and all these other things. And those are the things that are important while also having to save the world. And that's the one that makes him feel more like like a genuine Spider-Man because he's like, age you know age right yeah so i heard an argument from my brother-in-law joey and i i think it has a lot of merit so i'm curious what you guys think of this he thinks that tom holland is best set up to be the best version of spider-man and here's why because he has the benefit of learning from the mistakes of the other spider-man yeah so that scene where the two of them talk about where they went wrong and how they failed that changed Tom's trajectory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there is an argument that he is on track to be the best Spider-Man ever. And we just in t- the new movies, though. Well, it shows. It shows like he grows. even even in this one, um, it shows him m- not making the mistakes. Like he was about to kill Green Goblin at the end, and granted, Tobey Maguire steps in and stops him, so he doesn't get he doesn't avenge Aunt May, which <laughs> yeah, she dies. Um, 
which surprise i don't think anybody was too upset but anyway no. um he didn't avenge aunt may that was sad that was heartbreaking it was that. come on but he His didn't she was not the best aunt may though the best aunt may was I, my personal opinion the andrew garfield's uh sally field's She's the best Aunt May. I forgot about her, to be perfectly uh, honest. Actually, you need to re- Okay, have you rewatched them? Aunt have you May- rewatched okay. them recently? I'm not hating on her. <laughs> she strikes me as an angry person. <laughs> okay, uh, you need to rewatch them. So I guess I'm hating on her. Them. Well, so is Tell Andrew Garfield. Aunt May is my personal favorite. She's like an old granny lady. Like, exactly. Not, it's, I, okay, rewatch. Okay, Wisdom rewatch. She has the most heartfelt deeply touching scenes. No. She does. Rewatch. Rewatch the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. I will have to watch for the first time because I have not seen the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, so. Wait, what? (laughs) Wait, you've never seen them? What? No. What? (laughs) Allie is more Uh... heated about this than she is about Frozen, and that's saying something. (laughs) Spider-Man is my favorite superhero. I love Spider-Man. When I found out that Andrew Garfield wasn't going to be making a third Spider-Man movie, Austin called my brother-in-law called me on the phone and said, Allie, they're not making another Spider-Man. I bawled on the floor. I literally fell on the floor and started crying. Okay. Uh, would you be willing to disclose <laughs> the amount of crush level you had on him? I had a picture of him in my locker. <laughs> 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 but but it wasn't because it wasn't because like you know, I found him attractive. I do think he's very attractive. But, I mean, Spider-Man is my favorite superhero, and so I was really bummed that they weren't making another Spider-Man movie, and I really wanted another one. Was it so Andrew, him in it. Was it Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man as your picture in your locker, or was it just Andrew Garfield? I think I had two. Oh! <laughs> oh to be fair, I had a card of Gwen Stacy on my desk. Until the cartoon. About, the, the cartoon from Into the Spider-Verse from about, for, till about two years ago, and that oh was a joke. Gosh. But this is another level. <laughs> hey, yeah. We've all had crushes. We've been there. All that to say, watch them. Yeah, Just I watch will. them. Yeah, yeah. We should watch them together. We should yeah. do that. Yeah. Hey, let's do it on the trip. Hey, yeah. We. Because uh, Blake, I showed her all the Tom Hollands for the first time, right? Which was really cool because I got to see them like in like a 48 hour period before watching the third one a second time. Nice. In IMAX. And. It was like there's like all these little Easter egg things that I didn't even know from the first two. Like you see MJ wearing her necklace, which I forgot about uh, that she that Tom gave her in the second one. The, it's broken from when it actually fell at the end of the oh, movie. Nice. And then there's the the original like sandwich shop that's in the first one that blows up. It's rebuilt and they like fly by that. And there's like a couple other like little like um, pictures I can't remember right now. But there's like oh they're like they're like kind of showing all this other stuff from all the old movies. It was just kind of fun to watch. Hmm. That's cool. I did really like, probably my favorite scene was uh, when they're all in the lab and we got the Spider-Man pointing at each other meme. <laughs> oh. Like, I was so excited when that happened. Like, there was, like, nobody in the theater was really doing much, and I'm just, this volume, yes! <laughs> Maybe a tiny bit quieter, but I was, like, I was the most pumped about that scene. That was... I'm People so happy we got that. Web shooters. Oh my gosh. Oh, yes. My word. It's like every it's co- those kind of conversations that you like, oh, what would they say if they all met each other? And mm-hmm. it's like they actually got it, you know. It's yeah. like all the nerds who talked about Spider-Man across universes, like the staple conversations that they have with yeah. each other, Spider-Man had in this one. Mm. What was your favorite like funny moment 
because there was a lot of funny moments, even though it was like very serious. One of the, my favorite ones is it's a very it's an Andrew Garfield moment, and it's like they're all like Spider Man one, Spider Man two, and he's like Spider Man three. <laughs> Wait, that was mine too. Yeah, that was yeah. funny. The part where Tobey Maguire too was like, "You are amazing." Yeah, like that one. That one went over my head, but then my friend who I saw it with was laughing a couple seats down, like, "Oh, oh, I get it." Yep, because yeah. <laughs> yeah. the that amazing Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> I did like generally too the the chemistry the of the bad guys too was was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, Sandman, his character, like his his actor, I don't think does the best at least. Well, for okay, least. I re- I I heard something about that. He wasn't actually able to be there for like shooting of the movie. Like they had to do it all like like offsite or something. So a lot of it was all like dubbed scenes, in. Yeah. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah. Same with um, I'm pretty sure the. The lizard dude. I'm pretty uh, sure that it was Yeah, the same which thing. is why he was in lizard form pretty much the whole yeah. time. Yeah, some of those were very disconnected throughout the whole thing. And so some of the stuff, some of the scenes I like that kind of took me out of it a little bit was like while it was cool to have them all in the apartment like experimenting, I was like, it kind of feels like a scene from like Night at the Museum where all these like creatures just like woke up and they're all just kind of walking around yeah. and like joking with each other. I was yeah. like, eh. And then it got back into some like more intense. Um, scenes, but I was like, those are the parts where it lost me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was good for Jamie Fox to have another run at that character. Yeah, yeah. I li- I liked his character in this one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I felt like he was more Jamie Fox. Which, granted, I've grown more accustomed to Jamie Fox over the last. When did the last? You said the last one came out when you were sixteen. Andrew Garfield one. Uh, no, actually, that one make the last one came out in two thousand fourteen. Yeah, so I was seven. 16. That was yeah, seven was, years ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've gotten a lot more accustomed to Jamie Foxx over the last seven years. But yeah, yeah he settled well into that character. Yeah. It was nice seeing all of them like getting fixed, I guess. I guess. Yeah. yeah. There was, I don't know, there was something about that. Again, another kind of almost magical aspect of the movie because you don't see that really. Like, usually, like, the good guy tries to fix the bad guy at some point. Maybe, Doesn't work. But it they... never works. Yeah. But this was just like, oh, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. I, I will say I'm really glad that they t- chose to not include, like, the Andrew Garfield uh, hairy version of the Green Goblin. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> you didn't look. <laughs> really la- bad. Oh, yeah. It wasn't good. That w- Well, I, they barely showed that, didn't they? Wait, when did they tease that? At the end of the first Amazing Spider-Man? It was part of the f- second Spider-Man. That's right. Which, this is another thing we were talking about, me and my brother-in-law's. Um a lot of the Andrew Garfield, like, uh, bad guys, they really aren't the greatest. Like, if you really look back, the bad guys kind of make this, at least to a lot of people, the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man's, like, almost subpar because of, I would, and we were agreeing, basically because of the villains. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, which they kind of address that in the movie, I guess, because they're like, Andrew Garfield's like, I didn't get to fight anybody in space. Yeah. <laughs> All my guys are lame. <laughs> did you guys did you guys actually connect with Doc Ock? Because like I remember seeing all the memes leading up to this. Like people were the most excited about Doc Ock coming back. Like it was that was like I've probably only seen Spider-Man 2 once, and that was a long time ago. It so. felt like from the hype that that one, like Spider-Man 2, was way better than I remember it being. Yeah. Spider-Man 2, I think, is my favorite out of the original. But I do really like the Green Goblin. Like I feel like he's a, he's a super good villain. Huh. But I like. The he's definitely one. the most intimidating. 
because yeah. he's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I wish that they would like remaster the first Tobey Maguire yeah. Spider-Man though, because I went back and watched it, and it feels like Comic Con. Like it feels like this inspired Comic Con, and like even mm-hmm. the Green Goblin, his outfit, like his mouth in his costume is like mesh, so you can like see through it. It feels like a oh, Comic Con costume. That. Yeah. It's just like there's parts of it that he's a great character, and his uh, Defoe yeah. plays him really well. But it's like there's aspects of that movie that just feel so cartoony. Yeah, which well, in a way is yeah. the magic of that. Yeah, when you think about it, it's tough because you if you compare that movie to the more modern comic movies. It's not as good. But, like, the more modern movies have figured out, like, okay, if we go to comic book with this, it doesn't connect with a broader audience. So they make it more real world. Uh, But that one was, like, that was what feels like one of the first where they were, like, okay, here's the comic book. Let's make a movie out of this, which is why some of the characters are, like, over the top. Kind of hokey. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because it's, like, all right, well, they are. here's what they are. Like, let's be this. You know, it is really cool. If you view Tom Holland's Spider-Man as kind of the pinnacle of Spider-Man, it's like Tobey Maguire walked so Andrew Garfield could run so Tom Holland could fly. Could swing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, hold on. Let's make this all Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire crawled crawled (laughs) so that Andrew Garfield could jump. Could jump, sure. I don't know. Okay. But um, it's cool, especially then on another level that they pulled them all together because then it's like, you get to see the payoff, and it's like they all get to be a part of the payoff. Mm-hmm. It's like credit got where credit was due, kind of. <clears throat> mm-hmm. yeah. Did you guys kind of catch at the end when he's swinging through the city um, that he goes right over? Uh, what's the the park in New York with the ice rink and the Christmas tree? What's that called? Oh, shoot. I don't. Why am it's I forgetting? right in front of the Empire State Building. It's not yeah. mad. I have Madison to look it up. Square, no, it's not no. Madison Square Garden. Uh, I still haven't seen the last episode of Hawkeye, Hawkeye which is what you're alluding to. It, but... Did you guys watch all of Hawkeye? Oh, I didn't realize that mm-hmm. was the... Because we just kind of flew past Hawkeye, which it can get flown past. But oh, generally, I, I actually did. I enjoyed the show. And then the last episode especially, I, I liked. Um, again, well, I guess we'll just address some... Sp- oh, we can't address spoilers. I'm but... sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'll I'll watch it. Oh, you haven't seen it. I haven't seen the last episode. Ah. But the last episode, the entire thing pretty much takes place in that same spot. So like mm-hmm. him swinging past that Christmas tree, and it's all in the same universe. So it could be so the same time. It was yeah. like days was before Christmas. Hoping when there that would happens. be a crossover. Yeah, but yeah. okay. Here's actually speaking of crossovers. Um, I feel like so the end of this Spider-Man. Tom Holland, nobody remembers him. It's heartbreaking. But there's a spark between him and MJ, whatever. He gets an apartment. It's super great. Um, I feel like we might see, like, in the next one or whenever he comes back, he may team up with uh, Tony Stark's daughter. Um Oh, because she that picks, would be trippy. Well, because she picks up the Iron he Man could mantle become her in the Iron comics. Man. Oh, really? And then he be, he would become her mentor, like Iron Man was to him. Whoa, which would be wild. That'd that be would be crazy. One thing I was thinking about just now, though, is if he kind of set up shop in New York, kind of like classic Spider-Man, kind of mm-hmm. like Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, almost. Mm-hmm. He's like got police scanner. He's doing like the classic Spider-Man thing. But MJ and Ned are going to Boston. Uh, yeah. So does that mean that they have a spark and he just doesn't pursue it and they move off to like they could either do it where he pursues her in the next movie or they just kind of split off and have totally well, different lives. Didn't it feel like though at the end he was doing the Batman thing, where he's like, 
I can't be close to her because she'll be in danger. Oh, because he saw the bandage and he was like, oh. Yeah. I felt like he was walking away and saying, I have to let this go or I'll kill her. It was so sad. Learn from Andrew Garfield. I was was looking at it like, okay, that that kind of ruins the ending a little bit for me (laughs) because I viewed it of like, he can't just say I love you because then it's weird. You can't pick up right there. I so know, yeah. I felt like he was like, he, I'm gonna take it slow. I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna come back and get coffee every couple days. Because he did say I'll see you around. Yeah, but, but I don't that, know. that could also but mean notice never. He <laughs> dropped. He dropped his script after he noticed her bandage. Yeah, I saw that. Oh. <sighs> That was That's totally awful. him going. Wait, I, he dropped it, dropped it. I thought he put it in his he, pocket. Yeah, he yeah. like he stopped. He, he, he stopped, stopped initiating after he saw that she pulled her hair back and he, the bandage was there. And he's like, oh. Well, I thought, yeah, I just thought he meant it put it in his pocket. So saving it for later, like, like what you're saying, slow build up over time. Because what crazy but, person thinks that they're going to succeed in saying, hey, we actually I, know each other and we're dating. Like, I don't think that's what it is, though. I think it's the standard Spider-Man trope because Tobey Maguire did that. And Andrew Parker had to, Andrew Parker. <laughs> Andrew Parker. <laughs> Andrew, uh, Andrew Garfield's guy had to work through that too, where it was like, but he didn't I do need it. to distance myself. Well, what if, and what she if, died. Yes. Well, what if this happens? What if instead in of Peter, well, she, they could bring Gwen, but what if Peter moves on with his life? But what if MJ finds out? Like, what if she, instead of him pursuing her, she pursues him, like, I'll find out, I'll find out, whatever, and she kind of goes on this investigation over Spider-Man, so it's like, she's kind of tracking him down. Maybe she's, like, a villain. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. What if, okay, what if it's actually, what if in this situation, there's a payoff down the road, so maybe he is doing the Batman thing, and he's like, I'm going to hurt her, so I'm not going to pursue anything. Which I feel like if they really wanted to communicate that, they would have shown him throwing the script away or something, Mm -hmm. but even if he is doing that, I didn't even realize there was other ways to see it. Like that was what it was so much to me. Well, maybe maybe what happens is maybe he is making that decision, and they're gonna pay it off later, and they're gonna be like, sometimes doing the right thing and walking away comes back around, and it all still works out. So maybe he does. He walks away. He's like, you find a way. It's complicated, but you find a way. Right. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's maybe it's just up in the air right now on purpose and. It is interesting though, like watching through the original movies. Like, I love the first to- Tom Holland one because it's like very nostalgic and it's not like global level necessarily threat, but it's still kind of a big thing. The second one kind of loses me sometimes because the fight scenes are so big. It's an Avengers level threat. <laughs> yeah, an Avengers level threat. Uh, but I love uh, Jake Gyllenhaal as a villain, so it redeems itself a little bit there. But. Uh, where was I going with this? But the thing that like kind of can keep me watching through that is the Tom Holland Zendaya just like normal human relationship stuff. Mm-hmm. All like the him at school or him with Aunt May or other things. Him with Happy. Those are the things that keep me like invested in the character. It's not like the the huge action pieces. So I'm like, like if they just throw all that away at the end of this, I'll be very remiss. But. We'll see what happens. Well, it's like the spell erased everybody's memory, but it didn't erase like physical things. Like she right? still had the scar and stuff. Right. And... So I feel like, I don't know. I feel like it'll probably start with Happy. Like Happy will come across something and he like connects that Spider-Man and Peter Parker, are the same person, and then they'll reconnect. And then like, that's where the graveside scene was weird. <laughs> yeah. Because he said he knew 
uh, and through Spider Man. Right. Holland, Peter Parker said he knew Aunt May through Spider Man, and Happy like said Happy said the same thing. But they don't know. <sighs> but it must be Happy thinks he's worked with Spider Man, but doesn't know who Spider Man is. That's so well, because everyone forgets about Spider Man. Does in reality does that mean like they well, forget? They don't about forget Spider Man. They, they forget, forget Peter, Parker. Peter Parker. Everybody knows Spider Man so. is real. They just forget they know Peter. The other thing weird thing about the graveside scene is it felt very much like they were both recorded at different times. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> to me, I didn't oh, was that. it? I uh. both times I've seen it, I was like, they have had to record this at different times because they both look like they're not together. Mm. Interesting. I didn't notice. That's Next time you watch it, just see if that strikes you odd because that was what it was like. It took me a long time to get back to what they were saying because I'm like, they're yeah. not there. Like they're not together. Well, I felt that to, with oh. the green with the lizard as he became human form like because he uh, wasn't really there yeah they, they reused that was footage. reused footage yeah because i like saw the look in his eyes i was like wait a second that's like identical mm-hmm. hmm. yeah but maybe i'm wrong i don't know yeah. but it i felt like identical the spider-man would not end as a spider movie a spider-man movie unless there was a cemetery <laughs> like the end of a cemetery <laughs> like all spider-man movies you end it with a cemetery. That's so true. It's so funny, though, how it followed, like, all the tropes. It was, like, this completely unique thing, but it hit all the things that are uniquely yeah. Spider-Man, yeah. which is pretty neat. Yeah. Do you think they're going to bring Miles Morales into the live action? I was wondering. Oh, I sure hope so. So I I was watching a video uh, in the, is it the second to, uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man? They hint at Miles Morales. Um, I with, think it's the uh, first Childish one. Gambino. The first one. Which one are you talking about? Which uh, what hint are you talking a, about? There's a there's a scene. I don't remember. If it's the first one or the second one. He's in the parking garage. Yeah, it's the, yeah, the uncle. Yeah. Of Miles Morales. Donald Glover is the prowler. What? Yeah. 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 That's oh. what I heard. That's what I heard. I got oh. a nephew who live here. Yeah. Oh. Miles Morales. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I'm I, I'm wondering if they would bring in. So he Miles. does exist in Tom Holland's oh, universe, so which that could be the next one. It could be him yeah. discovering and then mentoring Miles Morales. Bro. That would be so cool. Yeah. <laughs> and we do get the Venom tie-in, too, which I don't know anybody who's super pumped about that, but Venom oh, has yeah. now made its way into the MCU. Yeah. I was so. a little, like, I'm okay with whatever happens. I like Tom Hardy as an actor. So it would have been cool to see a Tom Hardy, Tom Holland interaction because they both have like the humor and like the it's not like super like i'm never like really intimidated by tom hardy it's just kind of a fun character to watch so it's been fun to watch them both on screen together but i don't think that's going to happen they would honestly need to do that i think to save venom at this point because the first venom everybody got taken off guard that the like the reason people did like it was because of like the kind of buddy cop almost rom-com-y feel between yeah. uh Second Hardy one definitely and, had the rom-com feel. But they completely leaned into it, mm-hmm. and they kind of depended on it to carry it. Um, so I feel like you need a fresh relationship with Venom somewhere. So I think mm. Tom Hardy would have to come in and interact with Tom Holland because that would be fun to watch. It would be fun. Because there would basically be three characters there. Yeah, I was hoping that happened. Yeah, I think everybody did. but Because they kind of teased it in the trailer with the Spider-Man and the Black costume um for oh yeah and that for uh no way home uh, you see it for like a couple of frames but it's just inside out yeah he just flips his costume inside out which, uh, 
kind of felt like a middle finger to the fans, to be honest. <laughs> going, hey, remember that thing we teased for you? You're not getting it, and it's going to be super disappointing. But well, this <laughs> there was is... enough payoff, though, to walk oh, yeah. out happy. Yeah. Well, this is what I heard, and I don't completely understand it, so I don't know if I'm going to necessarily botch what I'm saying. But, like, didn't Marvel and Sony agree that um, Sony was going to continue taking full rights for Spider-Man? So There's like, some weird contract out there. I don't know what it exactly is. Yeah, I think was that a Sony movie? Yeah, it's it was. still a Sony movie, yeah. yeah. Yeah, which is why they're not on Disney+. Plus. Because mm. of all, from what I understand. So, and I heard because they're going to, they signed a contract for another Spider-Man movie. Um, what, what I just kind of was overhearing was that at least they wouldn't incorporate a lot of Marvel MCU universe stuff. I, I just would have loved to have been in the boardroom for those conversations because it's all these guys who are like super corporate but they have to talk about Spider-Man conversations <laughs> about pop culture that's all yeah that'd be funny well I think the intellectual property of Spider-Man belongs to Disney I would disagree you know I could see it honestly becoming its own like we'll give you Green Goblin <laughs> you give us 500,000 what if they make like a Saving Mr. Banks type of movie oh, 20 yeah. years in the future oh. of this whole thing with Spider-Man actually it probably could be it might be an interesting movie yeah very corporate but it could be, be super really interesting they should do it in the style of uh, Don't Look Up which I just started wa- me and Blake were watching Blake uh-huh. was watching it yesterday yeah. so we watched it some last night and I'm like I like the vibe of that really? I think it'd be a, a cool like story if it was a, it would be a cool like story about like two properties trying to fight over something I think yeah. in that kind of style yeah mm. it could be super interesting hmm Things come to me as I talk, and if I'm not talking, then... Here's what I like to do. I like to think about what I was just thinking about before I got to that point, and usually I get to the same place. I think I just forgot who I am. So when you put your face up to the pop filter, Nathan, it looks like half your nose is gone, therefore looking kind of like a skeleton. (laughs) (laughs) Like uh, Voldemort? Voldemort? No, not that kind of... Harry Potter! (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's not... Harry Potter. I think that's which character nope. is that? that that's a different character. I can get there. I can get there. <laughs> I, I used to get there. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> gotta stay low. Harry Potter. That's like first. That's first. Harry Potter. Harry. This is like first Voldemort in Sorcerer's Stone, where it's not uh, Ray Fiennes, and it's just the guy in the back of the head. Yeah. I've been reading those books. Just Harry Potter? Yeah. Are you going to read them to Bethesda or whatever your daughter's name is? <laughs> Bethusala. Uh, Bartholomew. <laughs> Bartholomew. Uh, no, because witchcraft in them. <laughs> what are like, the- That's not for you, child. It is evil. <laughs> I'm going to go read it. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. interesting. It is like, what age do you, like, obviously I have all these things I want to introduce to her, but what age is appropriate? I don't know. Well, Austin introduced Ellie to Avatar this past year. So Wait, which Avatar? Avatar the Last Airbender yeah. or Avatar? Avatar the Last <laughs> Airbender. Okay, cool. Sorry. I'm like, well, I don't think she's going to get anything she from that movie. She is so cute. Every time she gets on a, a like a grocery cart, she goes, yip, yip. 
That's amazing. Oh, that's adorable. That's pretty. And magical. they usually do like wrestling, like her and Austin, like fake wrestling. And she'll just stop and be like, "Waterbend." Oh, so cute. That's amazing. That's a great. There's honestly so many, so many things to learn from that series. She she will she will come up well on that. Okay, well, Graham, finish the last freaking episode of Hawkeye. (laughs) (laughs) It's just just finish it. It's like there's there's one fight scene in it that I do want to talk about just because the style of it I really liked. Okay, but I can't. Uh, Boba Fett. Boba Fett. You guys see that? Haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. Yeah, I saw it. We're gonna have some catch up. Probably won't. Oh yeah, you yeah. So okay. This episode will come out the Friday after um, New Year's, so a week from today. We are Happy recording New Year. it New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, Graham and I will be out on a shoot for two weeks in the middle of January. Um, so while we're gone there, um, if we have time, we might record a couple or maybe probably realistically one just mobile Eat My Shorts. And uh, and then we'll all team up again and talk again in end of January. So Sounds good. Hang in there, people. Thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you again later. Go watch Spider-Man. Go watch Spider-Man. See Rapid Fire Rex. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> I always forget about we that. We don't have now. to. No, I like to. Do you guys have one? Uh, <laughs> I recommend uh, Monopoly Duel. It's a fun game. Ah, yeah, that was fun. Graham and I played it last night. Where? And we bankrupted a small child. So, John yay. Sagers. You guys were at John Sager's last night? Yeah. I felt bad because we both benefited from bankrupting his son. What was happening at John game. Sager's? They just invited fine, some whatever. random families over. Okay. Well, good for you. Okay. I'm not hurt by that. John's going to hear fine. this. He listens to this night? podcast. Know, he does listen, yeah. I just don't understand what was going on. Maybe it was only couples. That's fine. I'll, were there single people there? Were there single people there? It's fine. Don't don't, don't stoke the flame. We'll deal with this later. Maggie was there. Uh, somebody else. Wreck. Um, so there's there. this game called Greed, and you basically just play with a bunch of dice, and... Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> cool. I could explain all the rules, but that seems unnecessary. So. <laughs> yeah. It's worth a Google. Okay, so far, two out of the four rapid fire wrecks are like physical games. All right. Oh, I felt game. a theme. Uh, okay, uh, Chameleon played that over the holidays. It's mm-hmm. a fun game where um, one person has to try and blend in um, and by not being suspicious, and it's a lot of word association. <laughs> And uh, outright lying, which is you know, just a good time. So. <laughs> I did some of that last night. Honestly, same some lying. <laughs> I played a game, Quiplash, oh, or yeah. Fibbage. No, it's called Fibbage. Sanctioned, but- sanctioned lying is incredibly freeing. <laughs> I love it. I love you guys. Um, <laughs> nobody caught that. That's fine. Uh, I'm gonna wreck. Uh, Thank you. Audio drama called Blackout. It's on Spotify, probably on Apple Podcasts too. Uh, as with most audio dramas, I listen to the first season. I'm really into it. Listen to the second season, and it loses me. But first season's really good. You should watch it. It's very post-apocalyptic. Listen to it. Yes. Yeah. Watch it with your ears. <laughs> Did I say watch it? Yeah. Okay. Bye, guys. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I'm going to crawl under a tarp. Uh, if you had to swap, like... 
positions of body elements like if your eyes are where your knees are (laughs) oh sorry this doesn't have to be on there uh like what would you swap wait like you could put your nose where your mouth is or you could put it's like of your sensory organs if you had to trade places fingers where my eyes are and my eyes where my no the hands would be (laughs) (laughs) Um, that scares me that would be nice for looking I would probably switch my mouth and nose because they're so close to each other already that it wouldn't be like completely weird. But it'd be harder to get. But food would into you? Your mouth. Yeah, would Whisper you accidentally my catch your spoon like... on your nose as you're like going up? <laughs> you that shove would be soup loud. Right up your nose. Uh, I don't know. It would catch mm. drips though. It'd just like give. I don't know. <laughs> so I would swap my eyes with my ears. Um, because in theory, you would get close to 360 degree view of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're, then I would be sacrificing the 360 stereo that I get with my ears naturally. So It'd be I weird would, when you say like, "Hey, whisper that in my ear," and they just come like right in your face. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can see my reaction with my eyes on the side. Oh. <laughs> I don't like this. I asked this question, but I actually don't like it. It makes me feel really (laughs) uncomfortable. But just for the sake of answering it, um, I'll put my nose where my eyes are and my eyes where my nose is. So would you split your nose into two parts, like one nostril Uh, for each eye? Well, I guess it would have to be I would have one eye and two noses. So I could smell in three dimensions. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. I would be like a master chef. I'd be like a master chef who continually burns himself because he doesn't have depth perception. (laughs) Okay, you can actually stop the button now. My finger's been on the button three times. Bye.